0: Welcome to Fresh Take, your favorite weekly podcast that delivers a healthy dose of information pertaining to healthy lifestyles, organic and sustainable agriculture, and numerous topics related to the environment. Thanks for tuning in. Our industry experts are here to provide you with a fresh take on topics that can help you optimize your lifestyle and well being. Welcome to Fresh Take. On today's episode, we'll be discussing the Florida Farmer's Market Promotion Program. We have very special guest with us, Dr. Sarah Servone, as well as Andy Emmerich, who is the Farmer's Market Program Coordinator. So thank you for both being here. Thank pleasure you. to have Thanks you. For having us. So Sarah, why don't you give us a little bit about you and your background? Well, my background starts, you know, academically
1: mm-hmm. in cultural anthropology where I was looking at in Morocco. I did my dissertation on agricultural communities and their transition out of agriculture into different economic sectors. But while I was doing that in grad school, I started a farmer's market business with my boyfriend. Nice. And so then I was just kind of also doing things uh, locally um, here in Gainesville in the farmer's markets and then applying what I was learning about internationally to my business here in Gainesville. Very good. And Andy, if you'll tell us a
0: little bit about yourself.
2: Yeah, so I've been working in agriculture for, well, since I graduated from college a decade ago, working in Canada on projects related to not only organic agriculture, but agriculture in general. I've also worked on multiple farms in the past. And when I moved to Gainesville three years ago, I found Florida Organic Growers and thought it would be a really great fit for my background.
0: Absolutely. So with today's topic, we're going to be talking about the Florida Farmers Market Promotion Program, which does stem out from the farmers markets. And I know that, like I said, Sarah, you've been involved with the farmers markets for a while. So how did you get into getting started with the project?
1: It's the USDA's Farmers Market Promotion Program. And um, I became involved with that because after I graduated with my PhD, wasn't able to find a job in 2010, so I was doing my farmer's market business right. full-time. And the logistics of trying to learn how do I do this legally with the right. food safety, like what agency do I go through, it was just so confusing. Right. And so that's when I started looking at the FMPP and I thought, well... Why don't we create general information to make this accessible so that somebody who's just starting out doesn't feel like they're going through this web of complex information Absolutely, and would be able to get out of the gray market or doing things under the table and can become a little bit more transparent. And then that would expand. The goals of the Farmers Market Promotion Program are to expand opportunities for local farmers and businesses. And in order to do that, you need to be proficient in the regulations.
0: And so that's Absolutely. what the, the idea with the FMPP. Very good. Um, I think that the one thing that I've, I've liked the most about this project as I stepped in, I came in at a really weird place with you guys because you've already been working on the project for quite some time, but that this program can, like you said, it can really benefit anybody, regardless of your education level, regardless of where you're at with your business. Everything is written in a way that it makes it very easy to understand You are there. You provide so many resources to help people kind of not hand-holding per se, but walking people through the steps, getting them through the process, making sure that they understand what it takes to become legal. And I really, like I said, I think that there's a lot of times when people forget to not make it so complicated and to make it to where everybody can fully understand and participate in it. And I think that this has just been done in an amazing way to make sure that everybody that wants to be involved can
1: Well, and that's the idea too is to, so the first step was to create a website. Right. And what usually happens in most farmers market managers can tell you that somebody, they'll show up at the farmers market and they're like, well, what do I need to do to get the license or how do I start this? And if you verbally try to explain that to someone, it's just, it's way too much information.
2: Absolutely. Plus there's
1: multiple sources of where do you get this information? Which agency do I go to? And so the idea behind the website that we'll release probably in about a month, right now we have right. the research done, we're just having it redesigned, is that it can be like a one-stop area where a farmer's market manager can say, here, you can go to this website and this will tell you exactly how to get started. Step by step, page and by page. where to go, exactly. Yep. And it's done in plain English. Yes. Uh, so that, you know, but there will be links to the more technical information so people can get more. But it, the idea is that we want to expand If you want to expand farmers markets, it has to be accessible. The information has to be accessible. If people can't get to the information, then there's a barrier there. And so the goal
0: of this project is to eliminate those barriers. Absolutely. So this is a little bit more for both of you. So since the beginning of this grant, what have you really been able to accomplish so far as far as projects, pilots? I know that there's some symposiums coming up. What have you accomplished so far and what do you feel like has been one of the best things that you've done to date?
1: Well, the first stage that we had, which is preceding Andy's work on the project is we had to figure out, you know design the right. the website, determine what are we going to put in the website, conduct the research. We worked with some content writers who were doing the research and then putting that into the production of the web pages. Right. Um, we ran a pilot so that we had a diverse audience go over the information to tell us what made sense, what are some things that were missing. And so that went through the pilot review. And so We were able to revise according to that, and then now it's just a matter of designing it into where it's a very uh, user-friendly interface on the web. Then the idea behind that is then we'll go over and do the statewide promotion with these five symposiums, which Andy has done an excellent job in putting together, and she could tell you more about that.
2: So the next phase we're going into are, are these symposiums, the first one being on Friday, February 7th in Jacksonville. And these symposiums are meant to provide additional materials or further details on what the website and the toolkit will be. We're looking to provide information, skills, tools, things like that for folks that are in the direct consumer business, like farmers, folks that are in food entrepreneurship. Folks that are really working out of farmers markets is our main target. We'll be um, providing workshops like food safety 101, food regulation, talking about permitted facilities, business planning, so actually helping you build your own business plan and how to market your business, things like that. So we're hoping to provide workshops that will delve further into these skills that we're trying to provide for folks that are looking to either improve their business, start up a business um, in the food industry, or just want to general more knowledge. And this is also a a way that we can get the toolkit out there for folks and let them know that it's available.
0: Absolutely. I know that Sarah mentioned there were five symposiums and you gave information on that as well. So will each symposium have the same topics? Will you have different topics at each symposium? How will that work?
2: So we do have some overlap for across the five symposiums. Mm -hmm. One of the areas that will look very similar for the five is the food safety track. So right. that's the food safety and building a food safety plan and those sorts of things will look very similar from symposium to symposium. But then there's some local businesses, some farmers that are coming to
0: speak that will be a little bit more localized. Okay. Her area. And do you feel like the food safety portion is one of the biggest portions on that's going to be on the website as well?
1: Well, the website has three general categories. So there's food safety, and that gives the information from like agencies, how to do a food safety plan, what to look for in a permitted facility, basically just a one on one on those basic nuggets. Then the second one is entrepreneurship. Right. Uh, building a business plan, how to do a five year financial plan. Uh, there's, I believe, there's going to be some QuickBooks orientation at the symposiums. Yeah. And so these are just really easy ways. You don't need an MBA to run a farmer's market business, but it's a great way to be organized for best business practices. And then the third section of the website is going to have additional resources. So those will be grant opportunities, including this one, the FMPP, if someone's interested in writing a project proposal for this agency, as well as local grant opportunities. There will be a page for organizations. Statewide as well as local, uh, veteran resources—a tremendous amount of veteran resources—to participate in agricultural activities and businesses, and so that will be there. And then also, of course, information about the Florida Farmers Market Association, so Very that nice. people can become a member and be networked.
0: Wonderful. So it really will be a one-stop shop. Um, Andy, I know you mentioned that the first event will be on the seventh of February. Can you give us a breakdown of the the rest of the events? I know that there'll be four more following that. Can you give us the locations and the dates and What will be offered in those events? Yeah, sure. So the
2: next one after the February 7th one will be in Gainesville on February 14th. That'll be at the Northwest Campus of Santa Fe College. There's more information that you can follow up with as well on the website. I'll, I'll let you know at the end. Then we have Tampa, March 6th, Fort Pierce, March 13th, and Tallahassee, March 30th. And that'll wrap up the symposiums.
0: All right. Now, once the symposiums are wrapped up... I said, I know you said that you've got the website will be launching. And then what will come after that? What's the next step? Is it just being there to assist and just kind of being, um, like I said, you've got the website, you've got, you'll have the symposiums and then... If people want to contact you, will there be an opening on the website for people to ask questions and to follow up? What will be the next step for people that still have a few more questions?
2: Well, certainly they can contact the Florida Farmers Market Association. So get actually in contact with me. They can email me anytime at ffma at foginfo.org or check out the Fog website, foginfo.org. And it can redirect you to the Farmers Market Association pages and then also to the toolkit.
1: Very nice. And one of the things I think that's important to point out about the symposiums is that the the main goal, and even the main goal of this project, isn't just about information, but it's about building community. Building community, right. And that's what, you know, that's the difference between buying your food at a farmer's market or going to a corporate grocery store is that you're part of a community. So as I mentioned earlier, I had started a farmer's market because I couldn't find a job. But then later when I was able to find a job, I'm still going to stay in the farmer's market because I'm part of a community. And I I would never give that up. So there's a lot of social benefits to communities to have these farmer's markets. And by attending the symposiums, you're meeting the people who are in your community. And that's what's going to make our local economy stronger. And I think that the role of the Florida Farmers Market Association is networking us together so that we can be unified we can share information we can find out what's going on not only locally but statewide and nationally and so that hopefully you know after we touch base with each other after these five symposiums then we can look to the Florida Farmers Market
0: Association to to move forward yeah Yeah. and to keep those networking opportunities there and in place and keep those relationships I love it I think that that's great so for the symposiums, Andy, is there, I mean, if our listeners are thinking, hey, this is something I want to do, I want to be a part of, um, what would they need to do? Is there a cost to attend? Where so do they register?
2: There's no cost to
0: attend. Um,
2: registration is open and free. Okay. You can go to www.foginfo.org slash events and all of the five events will be listed there. You okay. can register from there, find out more about the agendas who's speaking what the workshop more details on on each workshop and um, if you have any questions again you can contact me directly but there's lots of information on the website waiting for folks.
0: And so if somebody wanted to volunteer or was looking for volunteer opportunities would they be able to find something on the website there as well or is there a separate place that they would need to contact you to be able to volunteer?
2: They can contact me directly as well so ffma at foginfo.org.
0: Now are there opportunities outside of the symposium to volunteer? Yeah, for sure. We're always
2: looking for people to help us with the Farmers Market Association and at Fog in general. So folks can contact me as well if they're interested in anything else to do with our organization. Very
0: nice. So with this project, I know that um, the two of you have worked very closely together to get to this point. There's been some other people along the way, but is there anybody else that you've been collaborating with that's been essential in this project as you've put it together and gotten to this point?
2: Yeah, for sure. We've been working with lots and lots of organizations and people across Florida. Um, folks like UF IFAS, uh, Santa Fe College has been working very closely with us. FDAX, the Florida Food Policy Council will be at each of our symposiums giving talks about policy in Florida to do with entrepreneurship, food policy, that sort of thing. it will be great. Uh, Fresh
0: Access Bucks has also been a great collaborator and the Treasure Coast Food Bank as well in Fort Pierce. Nice. So we definitely thank all of them for helping and collaborating with this. So, just to make sure that all this information is out there and clear, um, if you could just give a, a run through one more time of the locations, the dates, where they're going where the symposiums are going to be held, so that way anybody looking to attend, if they're getting on the website, they know exactly which one to plan to attend. So,
2: if you want any information right off the bat, go to foginfo.org/events. Okay. Our first symposium is February 7th in Jacksonville at UNF. second is in Gainesville at Santa Fe College on February 14th. Then we're in Tampa at USF on March 6th. Fort Pierce at the Indian River Extension um, uh, in Fort Pierce on March 13th. And then we're in Tallahassee at Florida State University on March 20th.
0: Wonderful. Now, for anybody looking to attend, if I wanted to attend this event... What is my day going to look like? What time does it start? What time is it over? Um, is there anything following? How far in advance do I need to be there? If I want to register in person? What's, what's the time frame looking like on that?
2: So folks can register at the door if okay. they'd like to. We will be set up and ready to check folks in or register them at 8.15. The Then we'll have sort of coffee and getting folks checked in until 9 o'clock where we have our keynote speaker starting. Very good. And then from uh, ten until about four thirty, we have all kinds of workshops and different tracks going on uh, simultaneously throughout the day. So you, again, you can check out the website to find out more about each schedule. But you'll be
0: in and out of workshops all day. All right, with a break for lunch in there. There is a break for lunch. Yep, lunch is on your own. Okay. Um, yeah. Great. Good. So there'll be a but there'll be a spot in the middle where people can take a break yes, and then come back. Yes, for sure. There's lots
2: of breaks. Awesome. There'll be coffee.
0: <laughs> awesome This sounds great well hopefully we'll get a lot of people to attend I think what you guys are doing is amazing I think that this is information that really needs to be provided because there are so many people that are involved in local farmers markets or want to be involved And they don't really think, you know, that they can do what they have, what it takes. They have the resources available to really make it a lucrative business. And it can be, you know, it's just people having the right information and being able to follow proper steps. So I think that this is awesome. Is there anything else that you guys want to share with our listeners about this project or about the events um, that you think is really important that they should know? I think the important
1: thing about these symposiums as well as the website is to make it clear that it's very easy to start a farmer's market business and that, People should not feel intimidated or second guess that, that farmers' markets are designed they've been going on for thousands of years right. and so you know that that they're for everyone they're they're accessible to people right. it's not like having to work a job a nine to five it's a opportunity for someone who has no money to be able to start a business. Yes. And so if anyone's interested in empowering themselves and starting a business, a farmer's market is a great way to start. These symposiums are a great way to start. So you don't have to already be participating in the farmer's market to have an interest in attending the symposium. Even someone who thinks that they might want to start Their own home business, maybe even online, would still benefit from attending these workshops and meeting experts that they could then collect some information from them, find out where they can go for more information, and then also talk to other people about their experiences because that's one of the things for me as a farmer's market vendor now of of 10 years is learning from other farmer's market vendors of what has worked, what doesn't work, tricks of the trade, and... You're able to learn from other people's experiences. And so I think by coming to these symposiums, you can connect to people in that
0: way. Absolutely. I think, like you said, a lot of people get overwhelmed just in the idea of being a part of a farmer's market association with the questions that they ask and what do I have to do? So like you said, for people that choose not to even go that route, they want to do something online. There's so many people that have, you know, whether they vend honey or goats, but whatever the case may be, you know, there's so many opportunities and ways to, to be known and to really be able to promote your product and you can start to small do it right.
1: And teeny tiny low risk to no risk, right. uh, especially at a farmer's market. Most will ask you for maybe if anywhere from a five to a $20 donation to right. set up a booth at the farmer's market. So you can try something out so that before you go and invest all the money and then perhaps it doesn't work out. And that's, you know, that's the other aspect in terms of this project is it's not only looking at how many businesses are incubated, but how many people were saved from losing their savings because they went and took out a huge loan or invested all their savings in a business plan, and then they had to find out the hard, financially disastrous way that they had a business model that didn't work. By starting in a farmer's market and going to this website and starting small – you can test things out. You can test out the product. You can see the market. Is this going to work? And then proceed right. to taking the a, a higher risk endeavor. And so I think that that, you know, hopefully is something that people will, can also
0: see the benefits of attending these symposiums as well. Absolutely. I think it's the it's exactly what people need to be able to open their eyes to, okay, this isn't as hard as I thought, and to be able to get their foot in the door and say, okay, this is what I want to do. And I think it's really going to encourage people So like I said, if you guys want more information, you can always log on to FogInfo.org as well. If you'd like to have more information on this, please contact Andy directly. Uh, She's given you contact information to where you can log on and register for these symposiums. There's five individual opportunities for you to come and attend and receive this information. So regardless of where you're at in the state... We really hope that you can attend. Again, we want to have a very special thank you to Dr. Sarah Servone for being here today to talk about this, as well as Andy. A very special thank you to Sweetwater Coffee. We appreciate you guys as well. If you need any more information, please contact at bloginfo.org. Thank you. Thank you guys for listening to today's episode. I hope you guys enjoyed the conversation as much as we did. As many of you already know, FOG is a 501c3 not-for-profit organization, which means we need your help to keep all of our content free to the public please consider making a tax-deductible donation today. We would really appreciate your support.